Welcome to Makers Chat, a podcast community for creatives. I'm your host, Danielle Kaminsky, artist, maker, and educator from Spartanburg, South Carolina. Join me as we share our stories and explore the topics that are most important to creative entrepreneurs and makers. Don't miss out on the Makers and Shakers Small Business Conference. This three-day event will be held in Spartanburg, South Carolina, September 26th through 28th, and we would love for you to join us. This registration price is $385, but you can get the early bird registration rate right now for $295. Just visit makersandshakersconference.com. And don't wait because those spaces won't last long. Hey guys, welcome back to Makers Chat. So today it's just you and me, and I want to talk to you about something that I've actually been talking about a lot lately in person with some of the folks that I have been helping out with their business, some of the vendors in my store, and I want to talk about periods of low sales. So as handmade business owners, we know that the holidays are our bread and butter, right? Like most of us are coming off of a period of pretty high sales, really high excitement and enthusiasm. And we came into January probably just hoping that we were going to ride that wave right into spring. But that's not what happens. In January and February, especially sales tend to slow down, especially for handmade business owners, people who are selling gift items and that kind of thing, because... It just does, right? That's the natural ebb and flow of things. Now, there are things that you can do to try to combat that. And I think we've kind of talked about some of those in past episodes. But today, I really want to talk about a couple of small mindset things that you need to keep in mind anytime you enter a period of low sales. And also, if you think that your low sales are not due simply to timing, the time of year, a sales slump, or something along those lines. A few things that I like to teach inside of my business groups that I think will really help you when it comes to objectively looking at your sales and the situation that you're in and figuring out what you might be able to do to troubleshoot that a little bit. So first off, I want to make sure that you are thinking about when you might be starting a business Also, a lot of people will start a handmade business in the fall or leading up to the holidays. And so they really start off on a high. The enthusiasm is there. They're super, super excited. And then when things drop off in January, they start to go, oh, well, I guess it's not going to work after all. I guess that was short lived. I guess they only wanted that much. But just remember, if you want to run a business, there will be times when your sales are lower. There is a natural ebb and flow to things. So don't let a period of time like say January or even low sales summer months, which can happen a lot in retail. Don't let that slow you down and stop you from continuing to pursue your dream. And just remember that the sales are not going to come to you. You've got to, sometimes you've got to work for it and you've got to go after them. I hear a lot of handmade business owners say things like, well, I don't want to be salesy. Um, or I don't want, you know, they, they think they're going to be pushy, but just remember the people who are following your business pages are following your business pages because they like your product. They like your product and they want you to sell it to them. That's why they're following you. They're interested in what you have to offer. And sales is not necessarily a bad word. If you're making a living or even just a side income off of your products, then you have to sell them. So don't don't look at being salesy as being a bad thing. Just remember that when you're selling, you want to be relatable and you want to remember how you're helping your customer 
and reframe that for yourself. If you if you are used to sales being a smarmy, <laughs> bad word, then I definitely want you to rethink that. Think about the service that you are providing by selling your product. Remember who your customers are and how you're helping them. And that's going to help you have more productive conversation when it comes to keeping your sales numbers where you need them to be for you and your business. So that's number one. And the next thing I want you to remember is that once you, if you believe that failing once means that you're just done, like, I need you to get past that. Just remember that every, everything you go through, if you have a period of low sales, if you have just something that didn't work out, maybe you tried running a workshop for the first time and nobody signed up, doesn't mean it was a bad idea. It means there might be something you need to do differently. So try to approach your business with a mindset of perseverance and don't let yourself get so discouraged that you give up before you get started. That's the one thing that I want you to take away from this today. There's a lot of vendors. There's a lot of business owners and makers out there right now that just got started maybe later last year, fourth quarter, and this sales slump is really discouraging them. I mean, spring is coming, you guys. <laughs> sales will pick up again. They'll dip again this summer more often than not, but then they're going to pick up again in the fall. There is a natural wave to handmade business and creative products. Also, springtime, um, creative products tend to sell better in the springtime because people are ready to get outside and work on things again. So if that that's part of what you offer. Just remember, that's right around the corner too. Now that we're in March, this episode is airing on March 1st. Um, spring is almost here and people are going to be ready for those projects that you have for them. So don't get discouraged. However, if you do want to give your business a little, not necessarily overhaul, but you know, do some troubleshooting and make sure that everything is as good as it can be for your customers, I want to talk to you today about the three A's. And like I said, this is something that I talk about in my business groups. Um, this is what I call the triple A of sales. So the very first thing you need to remember is availability. If you do not have product ready to sell and available for your customers, then you can't sell anything. And I know that that seems so simple that it seems almost counterintuitive to say it. But a lot of times if I'll, I'll talk to someone who is experiencing low sales and they're getting disappointed and I'll ask them, well, what was the last thing you made? Well, I'm not making anything right now because I've got all this product that hasn't sold. Like that's what I hear. And that's not the way you need to look at it. You need to constantly be making product because you need something new, right? And you're going to be more excited about the things you're currently making but you need to make sure you have plenty of product available. And if you haven't made anything new in a while, then do that because it's gonna get you geared up again. And sometimes, depending on whether it's your website or you're selling primarily from social media or if you're selling in a store, like if you have a vendor booth, like my store where people sell things, a lot of customers are gonna come through on a regular basis. Like we have regulars that we see every week, sometimes multiple times a week. So if they have walked through the same store or if they've looked through the same website or the same social media pages and they aren't seeing anything new, you're not grabbing their attention. So even if you feel like you have full inventory, go ahead and make something new and that new thing might be what gets their attention. On the flip side, maybe you are low on inventory. Maybe the holidays came and went and people really bought a bunch of stuff. And to your mind, to your eye, you still have plenty of inventory. But look back at how much inventory you had before the holidays. Are you at that point or do you need to make more? Do you have the same inventory that you had six months ago? If so, maybe you need to make something new. 
If you have something that's just not selling, but you're like me and you really don't like to offer discounts because of the time and energy that goes into it, look at that and see if there's something you could do to it to make it a little different. I can't tell you the number of times I've taken jewelry that hasn't sold, pulled it off the counter, taken pendants and clusters that were on one chain and put them on a different chain and they sold immediately or vice versa. Sometimes I'll take the exact inventory I've got, but I'll rework it to make it look new. If I feel like the level of inventory isn't the problem, then I do something just to change it up and make it look completely different. Maybe you make candles, you know, I make candles too. So maybe you make candles and you've kind of hit a lull. Well, chances are, if you've got plenty of inventory, that you're going to need to pay attention to the next step. But maybe you haven't introduced a new scent in a while. Maybe you need to make something new available. So what I want you to do first, if you're feeling like you're struggling with low sales, really take a look at your inventory. Take a look at what you have available. Make sure that you've got some new things in the mix. And then I want to make I want you to make sure that if you have things that you've had for a really long time that haven't moved, maybe there's something you can do to them to make them just a little different so that they're more likely to sell for you. Or just get somebody's attention in a new way even. That would be great. The second A that I want you to think about is awareness. So maybe you have plenty of product. Yeah, maybe you've had some of it a while, but you've got plenty of product. Look back at your social media strategy or however you advertise your products, whether you have them in a space, in a store, whether you have them mostly listed on social media, on your website, Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, wherever you advertise your products. Look at how often you are sharing things that you have available to purchase right? Are you actually asking your customers to purchase from you? Are you showing them the things that are available for them? Every now and then I'll get the same. I mean, like this is, this is the troubleshooting guide, so to speak, <laughs> that I use myself over and over again. If I ever get discouraged about sales or I ever go, man, this hasn't been a great sales week. This is what I do. These are the questions I ask myself. And inevitably, when I'm looking at inventory that I've had for a while, I'll go look at my Instagram or my Facebook or wherever I've been posting product and I'll realize I haven't posted pictures of these things in maybe eight months even if I've had them that long. I posted them initially and I never went back and did it again. But remember, with social media, it's great because it's free. I will, you'll never hear me bash Facebook or Instagram for their marketing capacity because it is free to me and therefore I'm going to use it to the best of my ability. However, only about 10% of the people who are following you are going to see each individual post you make, unless your engagement's really high and it may be higher than that, but 10% is pretty normal. So let's say you've got 500 followers. Maybe you're still fairly new. You've got three to 500 followers. That means 30 to 50 people of those, 30 to 500, of those 300 to 500 are actually seeing each post. If you only post something once, you've only shown it to 30 or 50 people. Maybe the next time you post it, a different 30 to 50 people see it. And the next time, a different 30 to 50 people see it. So just remember, just because you post it once doesn't mean you can't post it again. I understand not wanting to post it back to back. But if it's been a few weeks or a few months or several months <laughs> since you've shown that to your audience, be sure to share it again. Creating awareness of the products that you sell is one of the, is the second A. When I talk about the three A's, you've got availability. You've got to make sure you've got plenty of product for people to look at. And then you've got awareness. You've got to make sure that your audience knows that you have these things available for purchase. If 
You can put something for sale on a website all day long, but if you never send anybody to that website, they may never, ever see it. And of course, right now, social media has sort of become the new word of mouth. So you want to make sure that you're using it to make your customers aware of what you have to offer. And then finally, there's accessibility. So you want to make sure that if you have all these products available, you want to make customers aware that they can purchase from you. you the last step is making it easy for them to buy from you. So creating that post where you ask someone to buy your product, right? You're talking to your audience, you're showing them what you have, you're letting them know it's available for purchase. Now you need to tell them how to buy it. You can say, the link to my website is in my profile. You can add the link even to the post. If you're in Facebook, you can actually add the link directly to your website in the post. There's all kinds of things that you can do, but you want to make sure that when you're showing them something that's available, you're making them aware of its availability, you also need to make it accessible. Tell them exactly how to go about purchasing that from you. Maybe the way they purchase it from you is to send you a message and let you know they're interested. Maybe it's by going to your booth in a local store if you don't have your things available online. But however it is, you need to make sure that it's accessible to them. Also, I highly recommend if you're primarily using social media, which I feel like the majority of people are really actively using social media to market their business. I want you to make sure that you have filled out every possible space on your profile, on your page, so that people can find you. Use that cover photo in your Facebook, um, on your Facebook page to add a description that gives them links to where they can purchase online, or maybe it's links to a Google map so that they can come to the store where you are. Make sure that you're updating your events if you're going to be at different fairs and things, that you've got those dates very clearly available for people. You just want to make sure that after you make sure you have product and after you make sure that your audience is aware of what you have available, that you're making it easy for them to follow through and purchase that item. So those are the three A's. You have availability, awareness, and accessibility. And those are the three things that I really want you to remember. But let's say you've done all those things. Let's take it just a step further. Let's say that you have done all of those things. You have plenty of product. You've even changed it up so that it looks a little different. You're sending out those Facebook posts, those Instagram reels, whatever it is to make people aware that you have these things for a purchase. And you've got it linked up so that anytime anybody sees your name, it's easy for them to go to where they can purchase your items. And still, maybe your sales are just lower than where you want them to be. There's two things I want you to consider, because like I said, sometimes it's January. In retail, we call it the J months. You've got January, June, and July, and those are, generally speaking, lower sales months. But even in the J months, there are things that you can do to help increase your sales and increase your income without having to just be insanely salesy, right? Where you're having to just constantly be in people's faces where every single post is an invitation to buy. I'm not asking you to do that. I do want you to build relationships with your audience and your customers. I just don't want you to lose sight of the fact that running a business does mean you're selling a product. So let's say you've done all these things and sales are still a little low. Look ahead. Maybe it is January. Maybe you don't have anything new and exciting that you can do right now, but perhaps in January, you have a product that makes a great Valentine's Day gift. Or maybe it's February and you have a product that is perfect for Easter. Maybe you have things that are amazing for Mother's Day. 
maybe there's a holiday. So, so think about holidays that are coming up that maybe you can spend your time creating products that you know will sell well for that holiday. Spend some time doing that and get ready so that when that holiday is here, you have the product on hand so that you can make up for lost sales while eyes are on your stuff. Because remember, you can't sell something that you don't have, especially if it's for a holiday that's, say, in the next couple of weeks. You have a window where you're going to be selling those products, and if you don't have it ready, you can't sell it. So you can always plan ahead if it's a slower sales time for the next thing. Maybe you have a market event coming up, and because you're not selling a whole lot right now, you have a little extra time to create some additional inventory so that when you go to that market, you have plenty to sell. Just think ahead. Don't let yourself get bogged down in the right here, right now, if it's a slow sales period. Think about what's coming next and prepare for that so that you can make up for those lost sales when that time comes. Finally, if that's not something you're working on or if you've already done that and you've got that behind you, Really spend some time engaging with your customers. Maybe you're sending emails. Maybe you're doing some social media posts where you're asking them some questions and getting some feedback. If you do live streams while you're working, that's a really great time to get feedback on color schemes or product projects they might want to see you work on. What I've learned is very often, if you'll really listen to what your customers are asking for, they're telling you what they want from you. And I'm going to give you an example. So recently, I had some very successful in-store classes at, at Reinvintage Warehouse. I was teaching these woven pillow workshops. Now, I was convinced that no one was going to want to pay for a more expensive workshop that was all day long. And, and again, it was, it was a higher ticket price. I'm used to classes that sell in the $35 to $55 range. And this was going to be a workshop that would have cost double that and again would take all day to complete this project but I had a customer that said I really wish you would teach a class on how to do that and I was like really even though and she said yeah I really I would take it so I listened to her and I planned this class and it sold out the first time I put it out there it sold out it was a great class and I said okay well we'll do it again so I scheduled two more classes and they didn't sell out but I had great classes. I mean, I had two very successful classes. And as I'm doing these classes and talking about them on my live streams and showing the process to get people to sign up, I have more customers that are telling me, I really wish you'd do an online version of this class. I'd really love to take this class, but I'm a few hours away. Would you ever consider doing it virtually? So now I'm like, well, daggum, I've got to give this a try. So I've packaged it up in a way that I can sell kits and do a virtual version of this class. And people are signing up and they're excited. And this is just one example of, I'm doing something that I love. You guys, I love weaving. I love showing other people how to weave and just exploring all the different things that you can create that way. It is it's something that's really lit me up. And that's another little piece of advice. If it absolutely lights you up, then you're going to enjoy every minute of it. And it's not going to be hard to tell people about it or try to sell seats to the class because it's fun and it's exciting. But also, I was listening to my customers. They were telling me what they wanted. And when I offered what they told me they wanted, they were signing up for it. They were there for it. They were telling their friends about it, bringing people to class with them. So that's just another thing. You know, you want to do the triple A's, right? You want to sell the products that you have. But when you're trying to figure out what you can do that's new or different or something to increase sales, 
consider taking some time to really listen to what your customers are telling you because very, very often if you have an engaged audience that is paying attention to you and what you're doing in your business, they'll tell you what they want from you. So that's what I wanted to share with you today because I know that this is a time of year that some people start getting discouraged and I don't want you to get discouraged because spring is almost here. And when spring rolls around, that's when sales start picking up again and I want you to be ready for it. I don't want any of these winter blues to influence the way you approach the spring. I want your enthusiasm high and I want you ready to sell and be really successful. So just remember when it comes to sales, you wanna make sure you have plenty of availability. You want to check your inventory and make sure that you have more than enough. And if you need to make it new, if what you have available has been around for a really long time, figure out how to shake it up, whether it's changing your display in store, whether it's taking new product photos to show it off in a different way, or whether you actually take that inventory and do something different to it so that now it's a little bit different and people are seeing something new. I want you to make sure that your availability is there, that the products are available and they are displayed or photographed or shown to your customers in a way that will get their attention. And then I want you to make sure that they are aware of what you have to sell. You're going to make sure that you're posting plenty on your social media platforms. You're going to make sure that all of that inventory you've been creating is listed on your website if you're selling online. If you are in a store, you want to make sure that you get in there and really like beef up those displays so that they're gorgeous and people are walking in and walking over there to see what you've got. So once you've done all that, once you have you know, made sure that they know what's available, once you've made sure that they're aware of it, then that's when you need to make sure that they have zero difficulty getting to where they can purchase from you. Whether it's knowing where to go see you in store or knowing how to find you online and purchase from you there. Or maybe it's just send me a message right here on Facebook and I will invoice you. I mean, people are using that comment sold all the time, right? We've had um, live sales before where we say, just comment what you want in your email address and I will send you an invoice. I've done that before um, with some virtual events and that's been really successful. So that's a good way too. You just need to make sure that it's very clear that people know how they can buy your product. And if you've done all those things and you're still looking to do a little more, start planning ahead. Start thinking about the holidays that are coming up. Start thinking about market events you may be planning for. But really look to the future and see what you can be doing now to help increase your sales later so that you can make up for the slow times and it's not nearly as big of a deal. And then after that, make sure you're listening to your customers. Because when you are looking for ways to create some additional streams of revenue, whether it's Maybe it's classes, maybe it's teaching things, maybe it's a new product or a spinoff product from something that you already create. Very often, your customers are going to be telling you what they're interested in. Your audience that's engaged and paying attention to what you're doing, they will tell you what you want to hear. They will help you figure out what needs to come next for you. So that's what I have for you today. I hope that this has been really, you know, really helpful for you guys. I hope that this motivates you to go into spring strong and really pick those sales up so that you can have a really successful season. Um, tune in next week and we will have more interviews for you guys. I can't wait. I've got some really fun folks joining us on the podcast here in the next month or so. So chat again soon. That's all for today's episode. Thank you for joining us. Remember to check out the Makers Chat community so that you can dive deeper into the conversation. You'll find the link to join in our show notes. Have a beautiful week and we will chat again soon.